What's going on, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Sophisticated Ignorance Podcast. I am your host, the uh, the Prince of Seattle, uh, Fly Guy D.Y., your boy Diaz York, Slim, you know what I'm saying? And without further ado, let's go ahead and give ourselves a round of applause. I didn't have the round of applause last episode because... I just didn't, you know, because then I also recorded it with one of my my nearest and dearest friend, uh, Donis, you know, one of my brothers. But um, but that's besides the point. How's everybody doing? I hope everybody out there is doing well. Um, yeah, I hope everybody's staying safe. I hope everybody's masking up. Um, let's talk about that for a little bit. So he, I feel like I said it on here, but I may I may have not said it on here. Um. Uh, Inslee won, right? He opened up the state. He still the state's still open. Like it's not like it's closed or nothing, but he opened it up, right? And um, I had a feeling that it was gonna close or not as be like the capacity was gonna drop due to the fact that he won. So he opened the state, got everybody back back on his good side, and then he won, right? And then he closed it again. And everybody's kind of a little bit upset. I thought he was going to close the full into the whole entire thing for two weeks and just do like how he did in the beginning. But he didn't do that. He just said limit the capacity, dining, uh, dining re- restaurants that have dining. Can't, um, there's no more dining. So takeout stuff, still an option, stuff like that. So that's cool. At least he's still not saying, hey, you can't go back to work. But you can still like, at least not cutting off people like, like livelihoods and stuff like that. At least not doing that. That's fine with me. Um, but yeah, I just think it's a little odd that he won and then now he's trying to like restrict the state again um, because the COVID cases went up. But I also feel like the cases are always going to be high or up there because it's not really something that there's a cure for, like a flu shot. I just think if, and the thing about like flus and stuff like that, I feel like if everybody just took care of their body, I feel like. There wouldn't necessarily be this problem. We are the uh, America is the most obese country in the world, and it's effect. It seems like COVID is hitting us the hardest because we're just not following the rules and the guidelines. But we're also not following. We're also not just doing the things that we're supposed to do. For example, like I just said about eating, like we have to change our our dietary habits. Like it, we have to change it. We have to change that because we'll live longer. You never noticed, like you and. Um, not to sound racist or anything or ignorant, but hmm, the irony of the show, I, um, I, when I, when I used to catch the bus to go to my grandma's house after school, I would always see this Asian, uh, person. I, I, I didn't know if they were Vietnamese or whatever they were, you know what I'm saying? I don't know, but they're obviously of Asian descent. So I'm like, okay, but I'm like, they always walk. Yeah, they don't walk far. They probably walk, they probably walk the same distance I walk, but they walk there and back. And I'm just like, that's cool. It's like, there's like a so my grandma has this cul-de-sac. She lives in this cul-de-sac, and then there's like another cul-de-sac, like before that one. And get off on the get off on the get off the bus, walk down, and then I just go to her house or whatever the case may be. But the oh the the grandma or she looked like a grandma or the older lady I should say, she walked. She would, excuse me, she would walk there and back. 
Oops. Okay, I don't know what that was all about. Anyway, she would walk, um, she walked there and back. And I'm just like, man, that's crazy how they just still walk. She lived at least about 80, 80, maybe even 80 plus. And I don't know if this is a fact, but I think, I think they, uh, I think people, I think Asian people live longer. I, I I genuinely I genuinely believe Asian people live longer, uh, and, and it's predicated to your health. You know, you see what they eat. They don't. If you look at an Asian person's diet, what what, what are they eating? That's like crazy. They don't eat the red meats. How Americans eat red meats and stuff like that. They don't, and they walk. I think it's vital to have exercise. Like they, she will in like every time I caught the bus, she'd walk. Like she's walking every day, and so, you know, obviously they probably take the necessary precautions and stuff like that. But they know, I think they know the keys to a healthy and happy life, and that's one of them. I think diet. I think your diet has plays a big, a big role in your immune system and stuff like that. So, yeah, I just think that everybody kind of got to get a grip on being healthier. You know what I'm saying, and it takes. It's not. It's not. It's a. It's a long process. I was talking to people over the weekend, and I couldn't figure out if I wanted to be a nutritionist, if I wanted to minor in nutrition, or if I wanted to minor in business. You can never go wrong with business, but I feel like everybody minors in business because it's like a, it's like a cop out, like the easiest thing to minor in. Not. I'm not gonna say it's the easiest thing to minor in, but it's the most common thing to minor in. So I just feel like everybody minors in business, but I well. And you know, broadcasting and business—that doesn't seem like it's a bad thing. Like that kind of that those two go hand in hand. But broadcasting and nutrition, you're like, God, oh, it's kind of that's a weird minor. But also at the same time, I'm a very healthy guy. Now, this, these last few months, I've been slacking off, but starting today, you know, I'm changing. You know, old habits die hard. You know what I'm saying? So. But starting today, I'm going to be more disciplined on certain things. I'm not going to do certain things no more. I'm going to stop ordering food. And if I do order food, it's going to be a lot healthier. I'm not going to stop, I'm going to stop eating the red meats and stuff like that. I'm going to start eating more chicken and more fish and more salads, you know. It's just red meat's bad for your heart. So I try to, like, stay away from that type of stuff, especially if it was a black person. You're higher, you're more likely to have high higher cholesterol and... Um, diabetes and stuff like that so I gotta lay off the candy and just eat natural sugars but I love my Skittles I have them sitting right here next to me on my desk you know I every time I go to the store I get Skittles whether it be 7-Eleven Safeway Fred Meyer wherever I'm going to go get some Skittles like that is like an essential of mine but I gotta stop eating that type of stuff because you know it's bad and also I think a lot of people don't even understand like 98% of your body is water so drink water. Just drink more water. I mean, yeah, we know water has no flavor, but it's like the best thirst quencher that there is. You know what I'm saying? It's the best thing. Like, you drink water, you're fine. Like, literally, I, when I wake up in the middle of the night, the first thing, my lips are all chapped and dry. The first thing I'm looking for, where is the water? Where is the water? You know what I'm saying? Where? I need it. Yeah, I, I need it. But, um, yeah, I just think one of the keys to life is health to have a rich and fulfilling life is health and you also you gotta know how to be healthy and you gotta know how to eat you gotta know how to um if you want to lose weight you gotta know how to lose weight and um i feel like i can help a lot of people with that because i have a harder time putting on weight i know how to put on weight but it's just more about me training retraining my body 
to put on weight. Like today, I ate one meal today. I had a I had a, a sandwich from Subway, but I can not eat the rest of the day and be fine. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah. So there's just tips and tricks. I don't want to get into it all the way. There'll be an episode or a particular point in time where I do get into it all the way because I know how to. You know what I'm saying? I know how to put together a proper meal plan or proper dietary. Um, even meal meal plan or even just a dietary budget, you know what I'm saying? Because to get the best things, it costs a lot of money, and not even a lot of money, but it it costs a lot. You know what I'm saying? So I know how to I'm gonna know how to I I know how to do all that. It doesn't seem too hard. Uh, we you put your brain to it, it, you put your mind to it, you can achieve anything. And I feel like one of those things is obviously that. So, but yeah, having a having a good plan as far as like what you're gonna eat and what you're not gonna eat. And staying disciplined. Um, if you look at all the bodybuilders, or you know what I'm saying, any 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 person that even like the people on YouTube with the ads, and they're like they like they want you to like to join in their program as far as like what eating healthier. They're like their their training program or regimen or whatever they're doing. You hear them on the ads like they always say eighty percent of it of like losing weight is like the diet. You know, twenty percent is just working out. I think it's probably a little lower. Probably a little higher. I mean, a little lower in the sense of like it's probably like seventy percent of the 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 diet is important. Like seventy percent, the reason why you're not losing weight is your diet, and then because you're not working out all the time, you're eating all the time. So you're eating more times than you're working out throughout the day. So I'd say seventy percent of it is the problem. Your diet, if you're not, if you're having a hard time losing weight, and then the other thirty percent, twenty percent, or whatever the case may be, whatever the number is, is he's he's gone. I'm watching the game, but um. It is, you know what I'm saying, is working out. So that's a, you know, but um, like I said, yeah, and I and I trained my body to like eat one meal. Like I could eat one meal a day and be fine. Oh man, that sucks. But um, yeah. So yeah, eating eating for me, eating's fine. Um, and everybody, I st- I feel healthy. I feel hundred. I feel fine. Um, I drink a lot of water. I flush out my system, and yeah. So, shout out to just everybody out there being healthy and stuff like that. Health is wealth, baby. Health is wealth. But, but I hope all is well uh, with everybody out there listening. I know a little, a little bit of a tangent for like the first ten minutes, which is good. Um, but yeah, let's get right into it. So let me go ahead and pull these up. Pull them, turn it up like that one kid. Turn it up. Ah, uh, the first down. Nice. Okay. Turn it up. All right. So, the NBA offseason, man. Well, I'm going to talk about that second. I was talking to people, and I've said it on here before, but I don't know if I'm really going to go through with it the rebrand of just changing the name. I wanted to get away from sophisticated ignorance, but I also wanted to have that. Um, I wanted to change it to a multitude of things. I think one of them was for the people. Uh, the other one was the watcher, and just um, Adonis gave me another name. Was like the the struggle, uh, the continued struggle, or the struggle continued. Uh, which I do like those names, and those names are really good. And so I got three names, and I always have a backup option. You know, like the Diaz Your podcast or whatever. If one of those, if the names don't work out, that's an easy one to remember because that's just my name. But I gotta be more careful with that because it's also, 
I'm a brand now, so I got to understand that. But, um, yeah, I just don't know if I want to change it. I'm starting to pick up some steam as far as, like, notoriety and people, like, listening. So it's going to be tougher for me to change the name, like, right in the middle of, like, like the, my, the growth. The chart up, it's going to be hard to change the name. You know what I'm saying? Most, most rappers don't change their name. Once they get big, they don't, they're not. Like, Drake's not going back to Aubrey. Like, he's just not going to go back to his original. He's just going to stay with Drake. Meek Mill's not going to go to whatever name he wants to change it to. Rick Ross is not going to change his name. Jay's Hove is not going to not going to change his name. So, Cole, Jay Cole's not going to change his name to Jermaine. You know, like, or just Cole World. Like, he's just not going to do that. I mean, he could. People will still mess with him. But people are going to know him still by Jay Cole and stuff like that. So, um, even K Dot, you know what I'm saying? Not even, not even gonna. Change, he's not gonna change his name from Kendrick Lamar, but um, even though K Dot's like his nickname or whatever, but um, I just think it's it'll be a. I don't know. <clears throat> I've been really deciding and I've been mulling it over with myself and other people. I've been asking, hey, should I change the name? People like the name. It's they say it's catchy and it's. It it's it stands out because it's it's mem it's different. It's not just like you know what I'm saying. It's different. But my one of my biggest things was if you look up sophisticated ignorance on Apple, there's like 13 other ones that are sophisticated ignorance. So I was just like I wanted to change it because I felt like you know you want to you want to stand out. But it's also about what I'm talking about. There could be 40 million Drakes, but there's only going to be one Drake. You know what I'm saying? Like he's Drake. You know so. Even Jay Z or whatever the case may be, so I gotta I gotta really just uh, I gotta really just keep thinking about it and deciding on what should I do. Um, I also wanted a co-host, but that's gonna I'm talking about that more in depth next episode. I don't know what I want to do quite yet. I feel like I feel comfortable with the name Sophisticated Ignorance. I might just change like I might just change like the. F- like the whole the new thing with the new background or the new whatever the case may be because i'm tired of just the grade the gradient how i have it now i might change it i might work on that and change that that may be one of the things i do over the next couple weeks um but updates with the uh the recording i think i said i think i talked about this it will be in january i am pushing it back just a little bit just to make sure that i get the proper equipment and i do my due diligence on the equipment so i don't have any problems and miscues um, so I'm giving myself another month or so to um, obtain the equipment. And other than that, you know, hey, it's fine. Um, so moving moving along, still going to go to school, still probably going to work <laughs> and still do this. It's going to be it's going to be a hassle. It's going to be a hassle. It's going to be a hassle. Um, but this is off topic. I just, I just think about this stuff like right now. You guys wanna, I'm going to tell you guys a story. Now, I have had my fair share of women, girls, whatever you want to call them. I've talked to a lot. I haven't been in a relationship necessarily, but I have talked to them. You know, I've talked to girls and stuff like that. And this this story, man. You hear all the high, the, 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 uh, the hard sides and stuff like that, but this story just... It's just crazy to me. It's crazy. And I'm just so irritated. Uh, Very irritated. This is a Gap commercial. I'm so right. This is crazy. But um, anyway, 
So, it's Friday night, right? Now, typically, I don't like doing much on Friday nights unless I'm like really about to go out and do something and just chill and hang out. But, I t- come on, I'm, I'm, I'm one of the greatest. I have a hard time of just like getting motivated to go out. And so I was like, okay, so this girl invited me over to her house. Now, she been wanting me to come over for a week, I mean in a week, a whole entire a whole entire month. She's been wanting me like to come over. And I'm just like, I don't want to come over. Um so I was like, okay, well, let's just do this then. Let's just um Yeah, I was just like, let's just do this then. So I came over there now Mind you, I was in a particular area of the city that I didn't want to be in. I was in White Center. Um, scary. White Center. White Center is like the equivalent of like West Seattle for Seattle. So there's Berrien and then there's White Center. Now Berrien is a nice place. Berrien is where Kennedy's at, and this, that, and the third, right? But if you take a, if you crept down the block and you made a right, you're in White Center. You know what I'm saying? And it's nothing nice. So it's like it's like Kent. You go up um, Military Road, you, you make that, you bust a left, make another right, you're in Des Moines. You're in Pack Highway. And there's prostitutes in Pack Highway. The whole it's just crazy in Pack Highway. Don't 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 be in Pack. If you're in Pack, because you see it. I used to live in Des Moines and hey, it ain't nothing nice. I guess, you know, pay the price. Ain't nothing nice. But I, um, ooh, ooh. But I, but I, um, so I did that, and I'm just like, oh, man. So she offered to pick me up first, and then I was just like, now I'll drive myself because I didn't really want to, you know, deal with none of that. I don't, I don't want her to like drop me off because I know how girls are. They be like, oh, it's too late. I'm, I'm you gonna have to stay the night, whatever. I, and no, don't, no, 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 no. I am, I, I am in charge. I am, I am in control. So that's what I did. I was so upset though. Let me tell you why I was upset. I was upset. Um, I was like, okay, well. There's that. And so I didn't want to get picked up. So I came, I went, oh, so here's the thing. The the, the apartments look crazy. I'm not going to get too much because if you live in that area, I don't want to be disrespectful to your living situation or anybody's income. You know, I'm, I am I don't know the situation. I don't know what's going on. I just don't want to be an a-hole. You know what I'm saying? But it's, it's crazy to me. So... I had to park all the way far. I had to park like a two-minute like walk from getting to the apartment building. And when I got to the apartment building, I was like, oh, my God. Why does it look like this? You know what I'm saying? And you can only... I'll, I'll, the, 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 uh, the description I'll give you of the apartment building, it looked like... If you ever seen New Jack City, it looked like one of the towers where they were selling crack out of. And, and not to make fun of anybody's situation, but that's the only way I could describe it. Like, it looked like them towers, you know what I'm saying? And everybody knows them towers, but they were making a million dollars a week, a day out of those towers, you know what I'm saying? It looked like one of those towers. And I was just like, there ain't no way in hell this is real. I didn't think it was real, but it, it was. I, I could, you should have pinched me. You know how in the cartoons they wipe their eyes 
It's like they're cleaning mirrors. Like, that's what it was for me. Like, I was wiping my eyes. I'm like, there's no way that this is real. But it was real. Nonetheless, it was real. And I said, okay. So, I came. So, third floor. Now, they had this elevator. I'm taking you point POV, point of view, through, like, throughout the whole thing. Like, what I'm exposed, like, what's going through in my mind. So, might be, this might be a little long-winded story, but I'm telling you, everything matters. Everything I'm saying matters because at the end you'd be like the, the you 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 would get how I'm feeling you would get my pain you would feel my pain like I'm Tupac you would feel my pain but anyway that's another that's another um, uh, music reference that's a good song listen to it um, anyway so I go into the elevator I didn't know how to elevator I'm like oh god now it's like eight stories like the floor there's eight floors and she uh, she she lived like right in the middle. And so I was like, okay, so we took the elevator up and I was like, what? Elevator small enough. It's, it's, it's literally big enough for two people. You put three in there, it's not going to move. You put four, it's too much. It's at capacity. So I'm like, okay, cool. So elevator up and I was like, okay. So I went up to the elevator and then I was like, okay, got out the elevator, the ceiling. Now I'm used to ceilings being somewhat high and like having high ceilings. I, you could literally, and I, and my, I described it to my, my boy Rod. Now Rod is 6'4". My brother Rod is 6'4". I said, look, you could put your arms up and your arm, you would, first of all, you would touch the ceiling and your arm would have a slight bend. I swear, that's how small this the, the, the ceiling was. So I'm like, oh God, I'm like, what am I doing? So now, I feel like Drake, what am I doing? What am I doing? Like, that's what I was thinking in my head. Like, what am I doing here? You know what I'm saying? And that, that question will always come up in my head, always. And so I was like, what am I doing? You know what I'm saying? I came in there. It's cool. That, the apartment's cool or whatever. You know, we're just chilling, talking, watching the movie. And all of a sudden, I get super hot. So I'm like, yo, I'm like, okay, I'm hot. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, okay, so maybe, you know, let me get some water. So I'm like, yo, hey. I was like, hey, yo, can I get some water from the, you know? I'm like, I was like, so I was like, yeah, yo, you got some water? She was like, oh, no, you know, I don't drink from the tap. Now... In my head, automatically went to, oh, the water's brown. But I shouldn't think that because it's still Seattle and Seattle's not going to go for none of that. But you never know, you know what I'm saying? So I was like, okay, so the, I was like, so the water's brown. So I was cracking jokes, like, oh, the water's brown. This is strike one. No, oh, God, I don't even want to say this, but I'm going to say it. Because I'm relatable and I'm real. And this is the, as real as it's going to get. And I swear, I, I see, this is the stuff I see. I came in, the couch, the couch had no, um, and you know couches, let's strike one, in the, in the, in the penal system, you get three strikes, and then you're 25 to life, probably you get eligibility of parole, but, so strike one was, she had no back cushions to the couch, so I sat down on the couch, I'm like, damn, where the back cushions at? What, what, you know, the couch cushion, like the back cushions for the couch. I'm like, what a couch, you know? She had like mad pillows. I'm like, okay, whatever, you know. I'm, I'm not gonna knock it, you know. 
Strike two was there was a twin, maybe a full, it looked like a twin, but it probably was a full, a full size mattress out in the living room. And I'm just like, why am I here? Like, why is this the thing? That that was my biggest thing. Like, why was it a thing? And I was just like, this is ridiculous. And I said, okay, well, there's that. And then, so this is strike three. Now she's already in, she's already a felon. She's already a felon with this strike right here. I said, okay, hey, can I get some water? You got some water? You know, water's brown, whatever. Okay, cool, cracking jokes. And then she said, well, I don't have any water. Now, I said to myself, how do you not have water? There's water everywhere. Literally, there's water everywhere. We could go drive to an estuary to get some water or a river. And you don't you didn't tell me you don't have water? That don't even make any sense. And she was just like, I don't have water. So I'm just like, <clears throat> that's what I was thinking in my head. So I was just like, okay, whatever, cool. You don't have water. That's totally fine. You know, I'll just be parched and be lethargic the whole time I'm over here. Now, that was three strikes. So I'm going to tell you, but it, 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 it's, more than, it's more than that. So I was like, okay, no water. Cool. And then but I seen a bottle of water over there. So I'm like, you don't got one of those little bottle of waters or those bottle of waters, period. And she was like, nah, that's old. And I was just like, so how do you even, so what do you, like, what do you drink, you know, when you're thirsty? She's like, I drink juice. And I'm just like, okay. Like, that doesn't quench, like I just said, water is the best thirst quencher. That's not going to quench my thirst. So I was just like, all right, cool, whatever. And then she was like, um, but you can have this water from my purse. I said, what? I said, okay. Maybe I had water from the purse. The water was cool, but I was just like, what? Water from the purse? The wa- Let me tell you something. The water was like one of them little water bottles that you get from the nail salon. Or you, you get when you're like 12 years, uh, not even 12, when you're like in, like in the fifth grade, you get one of those little water bottles that you get for like just school or whatever. Like a, like a, like a, like a lunchable water, you know what I'm saying? And you're just like, I, and I was like, I was sipping that throughout the whole night. I was si- I wasn't even drinking yet. I could have killed, I could have killed that in one swallow. Quick, oh, quick gulp, a big gulp. You know what I'm saying? Big gulp like I'm Seven Eleven. Easy, easy kill. You know what I'm saying? But I was like, okay, so you got three strikes right there. You're a felon. Now you are a felon. You know what I'm saying? You're, you're not exiled. I was, I'm, I'm still gonna hit you up and stuff like that. After these strikes, I was gonna hit I, I, you know hit you up or whatever the case may be. So now, I'm a felon. I mean, I'm a felon. I'm not a felon. You're she's she's a felon. So I was like, okay, cool. Then we're watching movies and stuff like that. Now, and she was like, I'm trying to remember. I don't remember like, like like it wasn't on Friday. Um, it was just a lot. There was a lot in my head, so I'm just like, okay, I can't do this no more. I wanted to leave. Strike four was when she had no food. She had no food, and I said, "She's like, are you hungry?" I'm like, "Nah, I already ate." I wasn't hungry because I, I ate earlier that morning. Like I said, you know, my body, I'm built different. My body different. I could eat one meal and I'd be fine for the rest of the day, especially if it's like a hearty meal. Or a large meal I can eat, I'm fine. So she was like, You hungry? No. But then I, you know, I was like, maybe I wanted some snacks or some chips. 
I'm, I threw it to, so I came back from the bathroom. I went to throw away my um my napkin on my paper towel, and I checked the pantry. It was only plastic cutlery. You had plastic forks and knives and spoons. You had no food, but I swear it was nothing in there. And I'm just like, oh my, what am I doing? What am I doing? And that's strike force. And um, so strike five came later on around the night. It it it, it accumulates for two strikes. No, stri- no, strike five was she grabbed me. Like she's like, you're so tense. And she grabbed my arm. Literally, grabbed my arm. And I was like, why are you so tense? She grabbed my arm and then like was like on my arm. And I'm just like, yo, get off of my arm. You know what I'm saying? You know, how, you, you know like get off of my arm. Oh, I, I, I'm in the corner of the couch for a reason. I'm uncomfortable being here. I, you already got four strikes against you. That's five. You see, I'm, you're so tense. And I was just like, bro, I do not want to be here at all. Like, if a, if I was ever to invite a girl to my house, I'm making you comfortable. Even if I'm just a house guest for one of my homeboys, I'm like, y'all, y'all want some water? I got some snacks. I got chips. You know, I could go order a pizza. Um, whatever. You know what I'm saying? You know, th- there's, we, you know, I'm going to make sure my house guests or my people are good. You know what I'm saying? It's a, it's cause it's an honor to invite you over to my house. It's an honor. And it's a it's a it's a look into my life, into my brain, really. So, especially you come to my room, it's a look into my philosophy and my psychology. You look into you, you look at my room. My I, my room's always made up. My my bed's always made. Nothing's really dusty or dirty. There's shoes everywhere, but I gotta figure that out because I just got a, a mad shoes and stuff like that everywhere. But other than that, there's not one thing out of place. It's organized. It's clean. You can know where stuff's at. So. But that's just how my brain, my brain is not like that. But that's how I, the front of my brain is like that. But the back of my brain, oh, hey. It's like SpongeBob when he was trying to, what's his name? He was trying to remember the um, the guy's name. And his brain was on fire. Couldn't remember his name. That's how the back of my head is. The back of my brain is. But front of my brain, very organized, very clean. I know what I want to do. I know what I need to do. So, grab my arm. Strike five. I said, okay. Now, you're, you're, you're pushing it to the exile list. Now, you get six strikes on the exile, and depending on who you are, it's really it's really three. But I was trying to give her the benefit of the doubt because you know she moved it on her own. She, you know, she's trying to figure it out. She's a young adult trying to figure it out. So I said, okay, that's strike five. You grab my arm. I'm uncomfortable. I don't know why you're on me and stuff like that. And I was just hot. I was just hot the whole time. But then I realized I took a picture, and I was telling Latea this. I was like, there's brick. And if you know anything about brick, brick's like the worst thing you could build a house with because once the brick gets cooking, once the, once it's cooking, it's cooking. Especially outside. Like if there's brick outside, brick traps the heat in. So she said, so it's it's mad hot. Like I'm sweating. You know what I'm saying? I'm just like, why is it so hot in here? I'm like, yo, is the heat on? She said, the heat's not even on. I'm like, okay, so I'm in prison because there's a brick wall. There's a brick wall with a white paint coat on it. I'm like, oh yeah, for sure. I said, oh, okay. Oh, 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 okay. Oh, okay. Okay, okay. For like 20 Montana. Oh, okay. So I was like, okay. <laughs> I'm ready to go, right? And then the sixth strike came. She was like, I'm disappointed. I said, <laughs> I laughed. I chuckled. I was like, 
In what? Disappointed in who? And then she was like, she was disappointed because we didn't have sex. Nah, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna say it. That's what it was. And I was like, what? <laughs> I, I, in my brain, I just started laughing. I just shook my head and started. Laughing. I was like, oh, okay. I was like, I laughed in front of her. I laughed in her face. I said, oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? You're disappointed. I'm disappointed. I'm uncomfortable. Why? It, why am I here? Why am I here? Why? Why? Riddle me this. Why am I uncomfortable? Why am I? Why are you disappointed? You should be ashamed of yourself for being a house guest like that. This is ridiculous. This is this is blasphemy. You don't want to hear it. There's no excuse. No, no excuse. I turn to Stephen A. Smith when I get upset. No, 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 no excuse. There was no excuse. There was no excuse on why she did that. That was strike. That was strike number six. I texted so many people. I said, look, I said, call me and act like it's urgent so I can leave. I literally said that. I said, call me like it's urgent so I can leave. I, and then my sister called me. She said, yeah, mom told you to come home. But she really didn't say that. I told my mom, I said, I'll be home. 12, around 12, 1. I don't want to be out all night. I was, I could have, I should have left as soon as I came in through the door. I should have said, I should have walked in and walked out. I should have walked in and walked out, honestly. After strike number three, I should have said, I got to go home. I should have said, and then she said, why? I said, I just got to go home. <laughs> I don't want to be here. I hate it here. I want to go home. I turned to Jaden Smith too. I'm Stephen A. Smith and Jaden Smith when I'm upset. Uh, so I said, okay, I should have went home. And now you're asking yourself, why'd you even go? After the first three strikes, why'd you even, why'd you stay? I don't know. Don't ask me that again. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Don't ask me that again. So I said, okay, I'm upset. But I'm not upset. Uh, I, I, when it comes to me, I just had an aneurysm. I stuttered so hard. When it comes to me... I have no problem, and this is what separates me from most dudes. And I have a, I have no problem saying this. When it comes to me, I have no problem spending money. I have no problem spending money on a girl. I could take her on a shopping spree, five hundred dollars, take her out to eat, the whole nine. I don't care, cause my investment is time. You know what I'm saying? My investment is picking your brain apart and getting to know you. Uh, psychologically, what you like, what you don't like. that That's my joy I get from it. You know what I'm saying? I'm after the mental game of it now. The physical, I've obtained the physical game. But I'm at the mental aspect of it. And if you weren't physically attractive to me, I would have never even done, I wouldn't even spend all this money on you. But the girl I was hanging out with on Friday wasn't even physically attractive to me. So, I don't, so the question is, why did I do it? Don't ask me why I did it. Just know that I did. And just know that I, my mom said, just you, you took the, I told her the whole story and she was hollering the whole time. And I said, she said, just take the L and move on. I said, she said, it's an experience. You know what you want. I said, you, you're damn right. I know what I want. <laughs> you're right. You know what I want. You know why I'm here. Marshawn Lynch, you know why I'm here. Um, so I was just like, okay, that's cool. But I just, but anyway, that's what I was saying. I have no problem doing that. But, oh, I, um, I was just upset. I was just like, 
because now I know I, I wouldn't spend money on you. I wouldn't do this, that, or the third. And also, I have no problem. Like but the point I'm trying to make is I have no problem spending money on anybody. It's the time that was spent. Time is an investment to me. And if I don't like the time that was spent, then I'm not going to do it. So I'm never, I'm never going to talk to you again. If you waste my time, if you beat around the bush, if you run around in circles, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna waste my time with you again. So time is the biggest investor for me, and it's the biggest investment for me. So when she was like, so when I, I stay, I, st I got there around six thirty. I left around eleven thirty. I was there for five hours, and I was like, why was I there for five hours? I went to go make to get food. And I, I was in the McDonald's parking lot for twenty minutes, and I had a better time than it was for those five last five hours. I was just talking to myself. And I was just like, this is why I don't do stuff like this, because it's hit or miss. It was 50-50 when I first got there. But now it was really 50-50. So it was really hit or miss. I didn't enjoy it. I, the, to make a long story, to make this story a lot shorter, to wrap it up, she's exiled. I blocked her. I'm not talking to her again. She has to go figure out her life without me in it. <coughs> Respectfully, shake me up. The, the the handshaking emoji. Respectfully, respectfully, don't talk to me again. Respectfully. Um, but um, that was so off topic. I went. I don't even know what I was talking about before I talked about told that story. But yeah, now, but now I know my purpose. Like I'm gonna, and I'm not gonna settle for nothing less. I'm bougie now. I know my standards are thirty times higher than what they were. I try to be nice. Everybody said my standards were too high. My whole my family said my standards were too high. My my sister said my standards were too high. But then when you hear a story like this, you understand why they're hot. You can't settle, especially when it comes to me. I'm the dopest dude on planet Earth. I, and it's not even me being cocky. It's just I am aware of who I am and who I, who, who I want to become and who I'm going to become. It's, it's different. It's a different. It's a, the, the intention is different behind it because I can say that. I can say that confidently that I'm one of the dopest dudes around. I'm one of the realest dudes around. A lot of guys wouldn't tell you that embarrassing story. A lot of guys wouldn't tell you that story because they're like, that's embarrassing. I didn't get none, whatever the case may be. I'll tell you that right now. It didn't happen. It didn't fall. It, it fell through the cracks. Yeah, but I didn't even want to be with her. So there's that. And you and you just move on. You know, a lot of guys won't even tell you that story. They won't even tell you the L's they took. I'll be more, I'll be glad to tell you the L's I took. You know what I'm saying? And that's inspiring for others to be like, to own up to your mistakes and tone up to your insecurities. Like, hey, it happens to the best of us. But I just, I'm bougie now. So the, it, it, it's up from here. The price just went up. The price just went up. So if you want to get at me, the price just went up. You, you got to be, you got you to gotta match my fly. And I don't mean, and I mean that literally, match me. You have to match my, not my intellect is different because everybody is going to have their own, whatever the case may be. But... As far as like you, you're gonna have to just match me. Where where it be, intellect, or just style, or just being who you are, you had to have to match me, you know. And I prefer to be just being who you are. Just match me on that, cause I am who I am, and I will never change who I am. Um, eternally, I will never, internally, eternally, internally, I will never change who I am. But. I, um, that's why I want, if, if anything, match me on that front, be, you know, match me on that front, but yeah, she's exiled, she's banned from my life, the price just went up, so after that experience, after the two experiences I just talked about on this show, the price just went up, 
I'm done messing. And somebody was like, you can't be messing with these lowlifes. I'm like, I wouldn't call them lowlifes because they're disrespectful. But they said it. I didn't. So I'm just going to say what they say. Look, I'm not going to keep messing with the people like that no more. I'm just not. The price, Like I said, the price just went up. The price, and if you, and if you, you know, the price will be right. But for right now, the price just went up for me. So if you if you go and try to mess with me or tap in or whatever, you better come correct. Because I will dis I, I won't disrespect you, but I will say some slick stuff that will go over your head that'll be borderline disrespectful and you won't even know it. I I'm tired of I'm tired of so many miss so many miscues and mishits. I'm I'm tired of that. You know what I'm saying? Now it makes for character and it makes for funny stories like this one. But personally, <laughs> I'm like, I'm tired of this, man. Let me get something that's let me get something that's real or that's cool that I can that I can deal with. You know what I'm saying? That I that I would be feel comfortable with. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, like I said, I, I um, you got there's certain tiers that you're gonna have to reach in my life. Like you can meet my mom. I told mom, I told my mom, I was like, there's gonna be like millions of girls that meet you, but my grandma. That's the Don. I call her Don Corleone. I said, look, the one that meets you and like is around the family too, not just meets you just on some one-off type thing, but meets the family. Maybe it's some one-off type thing. One-off type thing, that's some serious talk. That's the Don. That's me, you, and the Don talking. And if she don't like you, you're, you're off with your head. I'll see you later. We might have to put, you know what I'm saying, take you to the Mojave Desert. You know what I'm saying? You, you might not come back. If the Don don't like you, then I don't like you. Then it's over. If the Don don't like you, then I won't like. Then I don't like you. Because there's another hidden layer that women see. So if my mom, my mom don't like you, I'm already skeptical. But if the if my grandmother doesn't like you, then there's another layer that I can't see, and that my mom couldn't see. So this is a triple verified source that I know and I trust and I love dearly. So if she doesn't like you, then there's something wrong <laughs> with you. And you don't fit the family dynamic or whatever the case may be, then I gotta let you go respectfully. Shaking hand emoji respectfully. I gotta let you go. And so I'm the Don though. But I and I'm next in line. They call me Michael Corleone. And they call my grandmother Don Corleone. No one really calls him that. It's just me and I call themselves that. But that's just the way that's just the way it's gonna go. I'm the i I'm the next Don. But yeah, I just don't like it. I just didn't like that. Um, but like I said, my grandmother is the sweetest human being on planet Earth. One of the sweetest people I know. She, she'll she give the clothes off of her back to make sure that you're warm. Make sure that you're good. Take care of you. She's a really a, a, a nurturer and a provider all in one. But like I said, if she doesn't like you, you're not sworn in to this family. You're not getting a kiss on both cheeks and saying you're in the fam. You're, you're not getting that. So, yeah, I mean, but whatever. She's not. She's exiled. I'm I'm tired of talking about it. Let's move on from it. I wanted to talk about the NBA offseason. So the NBA offseason is coming around. It actually starts today. They could trade for guys today. The draft is on. Um, maybe it's tomorrow. The draft's not tomorrow. The draft is Wednesday. They could, I think they could trade today. I think free agency starts tomorrow. It's, I don't know which one it is. It's the draft. It's the trading death, or you can start trading people, the draft, and then it's the free agency starts. That's the order. But I do think um, it's going to go down. They, they, uh, the Suns just got Chris Paul. Dennis Schroeder just got traded to the Lakers. Uh, James Harden wants to be 
a, a Brooklyn net with Kyrie Irving, and that tells me a lot about James Harden and where he's at in his career mentally. He's, he knows he has all the accolades. He knows he can get all the accolades. But it also tells me that he wants to be somewhere and get a championship. And that's how most of them are. And if you're a smart player, why wouldn't you? I think James Harden doesn't want to go down as one of those guys like Charles Barkley, one of the Carl Malone, Stock, John Stockton, one of those great players, all-time players, but doesn't get a championship. And that, and rightfully so. I want James Harden to get a championship. I want him to get a championship because he's played his position so long. He's been loyal to OKC. He's been she got traded. He's been loyal to Houston up until this point. A new change in. He like he loved he loved D'Antoni. He loved playing with D'Antoni in that system. Um, but I think I think it's a point in time in his life where he's like, I want to win a championship. I want to be put in a position to where I can contend. I'm tired of carrying teams to get to the promised land. But if I can somewhat contend with certain guys, and then it, then it's then it's all square. And I think the East is well. The the East is going to be stronger, especially if every you know the East is going to be stronger. And I do think the Lakers need to go try to go get Demar Derozan. That'll be beneficial for them. But yeah, so I just think it was quick. That was a quick little synopsis on the free agency. I think Chris Paul will be a perfect fix for Houston. I mean, not for Houston for um the Suns. I think he will. I think he. I think and I think, but mm, but it's a tough thing, you know. And Rubio was a good fit for the Suns too. But I think obviously Chris Paul's a better player, but Chris Paul's a lot older than Ricky Rubio, as far as basketball years and just prime years. Period. So it's just a that was a that was a that was a toss up fifty fifty um, on Phoenix's part, but they can always draft guys. But they traded away their two guys. They traded away their two point guards. They traded away Ty Jerome and Ricky Rubio, and I'm just like, and they traded away three point guards for one, Jalen LeCue and Ricky Rubio, and Ty Jerome for Chris Paul. But OKC just keeps getting younger and keeps getting better. Now, uh, Billy Donovan left, so I want to see what they're going to do. Also, another hot take I would like to see is Russell Westbrook go to Chicago. I think that would be a good fit. I think Chicago has a pretty solid team, all things considering with Zach Levine and stuff like that. I think Chicago will be a pretty good contender. I, I mean, not contend, they'll be a good contender in the next few years. I want Zach Levine to leave. I wanted him to leave, but I also want Russ to go there. Because Billy, because first of all, excuse me. First of all, Billy Donovan was uh, um, Billy Donovan was the head coach at OKC when Russell Westbrook was going on that triple double chair, that triple double run. He was the head coach for OKC. So the system that he'll probably implement that defensive first, that defense first system, and having the ball in Westbrook's hands, I think that will probably be the system if Westbrook does want to go to um, Chicago. Also, I, I I also think that um, it's a good one too because you got a better player in Zach Levine, who doesn't need the ball in his hands to be effective. Zach will go get you twenty five, and Zach and Zach has always kind of low key been that player, which is respectable and nice for Zach because Zach's really cold. Written product shot to Zach Levine, but um, he went to Bafo, but he's from Renton, but um, yeah. So if you want, you know, Zach Levine. To have the ball out of his hands, and you put a lot of pressure on Zach. If Zach has to get 15, you guys still lose. You guys need another piece. And Russell Westbrook's a dog, and he's going to bring that mentality to the whole entire team of being great and being successful and wanting to win. And I think that would be a good fit, especially, like I said, you have the coach that he went, won an MVP with. It had three consecutive years of triple doubles with Billy Donovan. So I think that would be good for Russ as well. Russ needs to be on the team. They're talking about Charlotte. 
I'm like, do not put him on Charlotte. Who's on Charlotte? Who's on, literally, who's on Charlotte? Who on Charlotte are you going to be like, yo, Charlotte's going to be cold. Devontae Graham? De Devontae Graham is one guy. I don't want Devontae Graham. I mean, Devontae Graham's cold, but you need a, you need a, you need a better player than that. But, um, yeah, so I think Russia go to uh, Russia go there. For sure, and I think Bradley Bill should probably Bradley Bill should probably wind up with the Lakers, either him or Demar. Um, I also think um, I also think that um, man, it's a lot. I also think Brooklyn if Brooklyn gets James Harden, they're not going to be as good as everybody thinks they are. I think they're going to probably be. They'll be pretty good. They'll probably be the number one team, but I don't think they'll better be. I don't think they'll. I don't think they'll be better than Boston. Though, as far as like a team dynamic goes, Boston needs a big. If Boston gets a big, Boston will be. Boston will be serious if Boston gets a big. If Boston gets a big man, I mean, I like Daniel Tice, but Daniel Tice is just too small. They and they weren't going to beat the Lakers. They probably won't get going. If anything, they were. They weren't going to beat the Lakers. Um. They just need one big. All you need like is like a Javel McGee or like a Dwight Howard. If you get one of those guys, like a seven footer that can rebound the ball, like a, like a Hassan Whiteside. If you got like a defensive anchor that could rebound, like I said, rebound the ball and score to a certain extent, you're fine. But um, so yeah, I mean, yeah, you'll be pretty good. You'll be you'll be well off. But I I I like the fact that they have um, Jason Tatum, um, what's his name? And they're in the lottery this year. Uh, Jalen Brown and, Ka and Kimba Walker. I, and I like Marcus Smart off the bench. I like Gordon Hayward. But they have pretty good. They have a solid team. And they're not depleted. Their bench, their bench is a little weak. But but they're not all the way depleted. And I think the Nets will be depleted. They're probably going to give up a lot of key guys. Like a Jared. They're probably going to give up like a Jared Allen. They're probably going to give up Spencer Dinwiddie and Karis LeVert. And that's your bench. You know what I'm saying? That's your bench. Like, Dinwiddie has six-man potential. Karis LeVert could potentially be an all-star. He started last year. But he could potentially be an all-star in the right team in the right system because he could score the ball. So, and you're probably going to give up, like, a, if you have, like, a Garrett Temple, you're probably going to give that in there. You're probably going to have that, keep that, throw that in there. You're going to give up a lot to go get James Harden to offset the contract that he has now. Um, so... It's just it's just a matter of do you want to do that, and I don't think. I don't think they'll do that. I don't I don't I don't think the Nets will go through with that. They'll probably have to find a, if the probably there'll be a third team involved for sure, like the Cavs or something or somebody that has a big contract that wants to be traded, like the that like. That won't happen, you know what I'm saying. That there'll be a third team involved, absolutely. I I just don't think I just don't see James Harden just going on a straight and just trade. There has to be a third team involved because there's no way in hell you can get you're gonna give up all those pieces for James Harden. There's gonna have to be a third team involved. <clears throat> but that's a quick, a quick, um, brief synopsis on the off season and stuff like that. But um, the last thing I wanted to talk about was inspiring others. I think um, it's an honor to do what I do, you know. And if there's any one particular thing, I and I never take this for granted, you know. If I do, when I do become successful, 
and be wealthy off of just the talk the talk show and just other things and other other ventures in my life I I I will never take this for granted ever um this is it's an honor to do it to, to to talk to literally you know inspire others and could have had it but it's an honor it's an honor nonetheless to talk to others and stuff uh inspire others and talk to others and Making them have a sense of realization of who they are. I think if there was any one theme on this show that you can always fall back on and be right 1,000% of the time is finding is talking about who you are and who you and like what you want to become and just giving you just knowledge and of self knowledge of self and wisdom of self, um, wisdom of wisdom from others and just knowledge of self. You know what I'm saying? I just think, um. It's very important. I think it's very, 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 very important. But um, I just think that that's like the ultimate gift in life is saying, I, you inspired me to become great. You inspired me to do this, that, or the third. You inspired me, you know, and it's, a, it's an honor. I think it's just a real blessing to be able to say, you gave somebody inspiration to start their own talk show, their own podcast, their own Whatever it is they wanted to do, motivation for something, you know. I want everybody to be great. I want everybody to succeed. And I think the best way to do that is we have to, we have to inspire one another. And we have to tell, we have to pick up and we have to uplift one another. You know, like I said, I won't be successful. I, I'm success, I won't get there by myself. And if I do, it's going to be a long, hard, grueling process and road, you know. And I think at a certain point in my life, I'm going to be upset that I didn't have a team I, sh- I should have got a team behind me to help me out and things like things of that nature. So, yeah, but like I said, it's just an honor. You know, people have been hitting me up and stuff like that. It's an honor to inspire. It's it's really an honor. And I'm, and I'm happy that I, I, I have. And like I said, the biggest thing I want people to realize is that you're great. Um, people are great. I don't I, I can't help you if you don't want to help yourself. That will never I, I can't do that. But. You, you people are great. And we're great individuals, but we're all great. We're all great at the end of the day. Um, but the one thing I will say, and the, and the advice I'll give you, I'll give to those out there that are listening: um, if you're ever feeling down or just don't know, you gotta be able to accept who you are. You gotta be able to shake hands with yourself in the mirror. You gotta be able to be like, okay, I'm my own best friend. Okay, I got these flaws. Okay, this is not gonna go my way all a thousand percent of the time. But what can I do to make sure that? I'm still rich in life. And what I mean by rich in life, I don't necessarily mean that you have money. I always say this. I've been saying this in the last few episodes. Money has no monetary value. Money will make you wealthy, but money won't make you rich. When I say rich, I mean rich in life, full in life. Whether it be you're happy, you got what you wanted. Not even got what you wanted, but um, that's pretty cool. Not to, to pause, they got, um, I'm watching the game, Monday Night Game, they got Stephen A. Smith um, narrating the Miles Morales commercial, which is pretty cool, you know, to have your own black superhero, another black superhero and stuff like that, it's pretty cool. Um, but that's what I was saying. Um, yeah, I just want you to, I just want you to understand that you got to say hands with yourself. You got you to gotta understand that not everything's going to go your way. Um, you got to be willing to accept that. And I think that's the biggest thing. If you want to be rich in life and full in life, you have to learn how to accept defeat. 
And you can't be afraid to fail. I am not afraid to fail. I want to fail so I can learn. You're not even really even failing. You're learning. Learn how to walk. Like when babies, you think babies are going to just cry? Prime example. You think babies are going to cry when they're learning how to walk? They're not going to cry. They're going to be like, you know what? I failed. I cried. I dust myself off, but I want to walk. I want, this is a natural process of my development. I want to, I want to, I want to, I want to walk in this, that, and the third. So they're not going to just sit up there and just lay down, you know? So you're going to, you're going to fail. You're going to take some nicks, some nicks. You're going to take some bumps. You're going to take some bruises. You're going to, there's going to be blood, sweat, and tears on this journey of life. Um, but also be willing to help, be willing to extend yourself, help others, help people as much as hurt people, hurt people, but also people that have been helped will help people. Because it's contagious. That helping people is contagious. And you want to be as inspiring and helping people as as you as you were. You know, so um but with that being said, that just about does that just that just about wraps up this episode of Sophisticated Ignorance. Let's go ahead. If you stayed all the way through, I appreciate that. And if you did, let's go ahead and give yourself a round of applause. <laughs> It's an honor. It's been a pleasure um, talking to you guys. Um, it's been your boy, the Prince of Seattle, um, the Prince of the Town, Prince of the Six, whatever you want to call it, um, Fly Guy DY, Slim, your host, Diaz York. And with that being said, I'll see you guys next episode, or I'll talk to you guys next episode. Also, mask up, stay safe, protect one another, inspire one another, be great, and most importantly, be yourself. But I'll see you guys later. Peace.